When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In this episode, we talk about the role of mindfulness in our personal finances. Get excited, because this is Tiny Leaps Baking. Welcome to another episode of Tiny Leaps Big Changes, where I share simple strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and in this episode, we are looking at uh, the role that mindfulness plays in developing our personal finances, in improving our finances, and uh, possibly most importantly, in actually changing our relationship to our finances. So this should be a super, super interesting episode, Uh, should be one that hopefully helps change your perspective on your finances and uh, the approach that you take to managing your money uh, because ultimately mindfulness does play a massive role in it. So this should be a super interesting episode. Now, before we jump in, let's talk about today's sponsor. How would you feel if you saved an extra $1,500 this year without lifting a finger? That's exactly what Empower can help you do. It's an awesome mobile app that makes saving and managing your money the easiest thing that you'll do all day. For starters, Empower has an automated savings feature. You simply tell the app your weekly savings target, and every day, Empower studies your income and spending and automatically knows when to move the right amount of money into your savings account, where you're less likely to spend it. It's called autosave. Just set it and forget it. If you want to save $1,500 more this year, you've got to check out the Empower app. Download Empower, that's E-M-P-O-W-E-R, in the App Store or Play Store. You can get $5 for free, $5, when you use the offer code TINYLEAPS. Head over to empower.me slash tinyleaps and use the offer code Tiny leaps. This episode was partially inspired by a quote I came across, and I've got the link to the full article uh, in the description of this episode, so be sure to check that out. Uh, But I pulled out this particular quote because it stood out to me as something that uh, I don't think most people think about when they consider their finances and their relationship to money. So this is a, a super interesting quote. It goes like this, quote, Mindfulness and healthy finances create a virtuous cycle where, one, mindfulness improves your finances, and two, improved finances gives you more freedom to pursue a more mindful, compassionate, and fulfilling life. Now, I find this quote interesting because it paints this picture of mindfulness and finances as being essentially uh, requirements of each other, right? So if you are mindful about your money, if you're mindful about your spending and your debt repayment and all of the different things related to your money, 
then that gives you more freedom because it improves your finances. And finances is one of the biggest points of stress for people, especially in the United States. So it gives you more freedom. It gives you more space. It gives you more uh, mental capability and energy to focus on being mindful, right? So by being mindful, you ultimately gain more space to be mindful. And that's such an interesting relationship because I would argue that that's probably true for every area of our life, right? By being more mindful in our relationships, we probably reduce a lot of the stress around our relationships. By being mindful around our nutrition, we reduce a lot of the uh, stress around our nutrition. Ultimately, being mindful about something, like it really just comes down to understanding and being conscious of that thing. I've talked about it in the past. I've just sort of used a different term, right? This idea of consciousness, bringing it to the surface and not just sort of subconsciously acting on the habits and routines that you've built. So being mindful about your finances allows you to improve your finances. And then by improving your finances, you give yourself more room to be mindful. And that cycle builds on itself because now you're even more mindful with your finances, which improves it even further, which gives you even more room to be even more mindful, right? It creates that cyclical relationship. So let's look at that definition of being mindful. Like what exactly is that? And like I said, I've mentioned it before. I just call it consciousness, right? It's about uh, being aware of what it is that you are doing. It's not necessarily about changing, And this is an important fact. I don't actually believe that most of us need to change our behavior. I believe most of us need to be conscious of our behavior. Changing our behavior implies that uh, if we that we we are aware of something we are doing and choosing to do the wrong thing. But the truth is that In actuality, most of us just aren't aware of what we're doing, or we aren't really aware enough that we connect it back to the uh, goal that we set and sort of pulling us away from it. In fact, the actual definition of mindfulness is, and I quote, the quality or state of being conscious or aware of something. So being mindful with your finances or really any area of your life ultimately just means being conscious of it. And being conscious is very different from changing it. By being conscious, we're just being aware of that thing, right? If we know that we have a goal to save X amount of money and that savings has to come from this particular area, let's say eating out, but we still choose to do that every night, that's unconscious behavior or we are consciously choosing to not move towards our goals. Now, in either of those situations, it's important because if if it's unconscious behavior, then simply all we need to do is become conscious of it. And guess what? Now we're not taking that behavior anymore. If it's the latter, if it's more about uh, being conscious of it and still choosing to take that action, then maybe, just maybe, we need to reconsider our actual goal. Maybe that's not the right goal or maybe this isn't the right area to cut the money from. So either of them is important to know, and that comes from being mindful with our finances. So what I want to leave you with here, uh, because this is an interesting topic. It's something that I think many of us don't really consider, don't really think about. uh, But what I want to leave you with is a few questions to help you become more mindful about your finances so that you can ultimately create that cycle of uh, improving your finances and therefore giving yourself more room to be more mindful in your finances or any other area of your life, right? So a few questions that should help. Number one, how much do you spend? 
You have to understand down to the penny how much is leaving your account every single week and every single month. You need to know this information. I know it feels annoying to keep track of. I know that you don't necessarily want to keep track of it, but you have to. You have to know how much you are actually spending. If you're not uh, aware of that, you're very likely spending more than you think you are because when you try to recall that information, when you try to guess at that information, you give yourself the benefit of the doubt. You sort of forget conveniently about all of these different tiny payments that you you just didn't really do consciously. So you have to be aware of how much you're actually spending. That's the first step to becoming mindful with your finances. Then we have to talk about when your bills are due. So what dates do these things come out? One of the best ways to screw yourself over when it comes to money is to not have the money there when it needs to be there. One of the easiest ways to fix that is just to know when does it need to be there. And that way you can plan your month accordingly. You'll know this week you can't spend that much because you've got rent and light bill and gas and whatever else, right? But maybe next week you can because uh, this it's an off week, right? This was the big week. Next week is an off week. This is something I do all the time while repaying my debts. I know that the beginning of the month and the middle of the month are tough times because I've got my rent due, I've got all my like utility bills, and then I've also got student loans in the middle of the month. So those off weeks is when I am capable of putting money on my debt, on my loans, or on into my savings account. And that's just because I know those dates. Now, one thing I did to make it easier, because there are a lot of dates to track, is I called up every single company that I'm paying, and I made sure that all of my payments either came out on the 1st or the 15th. So I knew exactly when everything was coming out. I knew which things were set up for which because I did it. And that gave me the mindfulness I need in order to make sure money is where it needs to be when it needs to be there. Then you've got to look at what is your plan, right? So you know the situation you're in. Maybe you're in a lot of debt. Maybe you're not. Maybe you want to buy a house. Maybe you don't. Maybe you need to fix your car or whatever it is, right? You know what situation you are in, but you also need to know what your plan is for that thing. You need to understand how long it's going to take you, which paychecks it needs to come out of, and how you're going to uh, follow through on that week after week, month after month, or however long it takes. Understanding what your plan is is one of the most important parts of becoming mindful about your finances because it gives you something to be mindful about. For example, if you have a plan and it requires that this amount come out of each paycheck towards your savings account so that you can accomplish whatever thing, then you know if you are out at the bar every single night that that deviates from the plan, right? You know that if you are spending a little extra on dinner, then that deviates from the plan. Now, is it okay? Sure, it can deviate from the plan. That's not ultimately the biggest deal in the world. It's about you knowing that and consciously making the choice. Again, we can never accomplish the plan if we aren't conscious of the behaviors we engage in and how it relates back to the plan. Giving ourselves a plan gives us room to be conscious about something. Even if it's not ultimately the final thing, it gives us a thing to focus on that we can compare our behavior and our activities back to. So I hope this uh, is helpful from a an illuminative point of view. I'm not even sure if that's a word, to be honest. I hope that this helps in recognizing the value of mindfulness. 
If you don't like the specific strategies, that's totally fine. If you don't like the specific questions, that's totally fine. But do your research. I've got a link to the original article in the description. Read it for yourself and uh, uh, learn what you can and then bring something from it into your own life. I hope this helps. My name is Greg Clunas. Be sure to click subscribe wherever you're tuning in. And as always, remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day. Every day. Every day.